One sec, I want to hear. I want to hear if you can hear me pouring water. Oh yeah, big time. <laughs> oh, yeah, fuck 100%. yeah. Oh no, that got me going. It also just sounds like you're peeing. No, I love. I loved that. Mmm. Mmm. He's a one-man Foley team. <laughs> Give me some more of your environmental noises. Now I'm walking on meat. <laughs> that was me walking on meat. That almost destroyed a perfectly good mic. <laughs> <laughs> Saturday morning mouth sounds. Oh. <laughs> used to be four ordinary teenagers. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to another week of Saturday Morning Tuesdays. Yeah, uh, this is Lori. It's Austin. And I'm Andy. With us today is special guest, uh, Hot Tub. <laughs> That's <laughs> Teodora <laughs> Propescu. No, yeah. no, her name's Hello. Hot Tub now. Her <laughs> <laughs> name is not Hot Tub. See, not a hot tub. Okay, you know what? Actually, Andy, let me decide what, or Austin, oh, let me decide okay. what I am. You're right. You choose your own identity here. Wow, in the, fuck, in the digital space. I didn't want to step on your your hot tub toes, your, your clawed feet. Toes? Well, you know, normally I would be offended, except that uh, Rory got it right. You know, I do like to spend about ninety percent of my time in a hot tub, so I Who might doesn't? as well be one. You're right. That's, I that's correct cool. my mistakes. Yeah, this is our friend Tio, and Tio is also everyone in the sh- who follows the show should know Tio's work from her wonderful graphic design. Created our logo. Oh yeah, that's true. She super did. Thank you for <laughs> <Yeah>. that again. <laughs> yeah, it only took like a whole night. It was cool. It was fine. It was a great time. It was good. It's a good logo. <laughs> Solid logo. So what do we got going on today? We got we got episode five of Sailor Moon and episode ten of Digi Dino. Yeah. Ooh, that's really exciting. Ten. I can't believe that we've actually watched ten episodes of of some of these shows. <laughs> yeah. That's I didn't startling. know it would get to this, and it did. I'm upset there's not a show called Digi Dinos though, because that would really like just get our. You Luckily, know. there's a heaping helping of dinosaurs in Digimon too. Yeah, and there's a heaping helping of digital computers. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. You know, it's a good digital launch. hijinks. Yeah, we're having all kinds of fun here. But the kind of fun we're going to have today is starting with Sailor Moon Episode 5. <laughs> really, uh, really good segue. Yeah, that's that's a a hard, good segue. that was a hard transition. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like if I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to rank segues, that's near the top. I'm yeah. writing right, all right this under. Down. Okay. <laughs> I'm learning. Excellent. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Watch yeah. us, like, perform a, a, a concerto of of good ear ear sounds that's actually that was for that was mozart's first published work was a concerto <laughs> of good ear sounds <laughs> it sounded better in german <laughs> the dubbing was all wrong Speaking of weird dubbing, Sailor Moon Episode 5. <laughs> Woo! 
So this episode is called Computer School Blues. Um, but I did. We we talked about this last episode, and I, I wanted to not like scoot right ahead without us giving a, a really brief like talk about the skipped episodes that we forgot to super take a look at. super brief because we all are gonna die of old age, Andy. Yeah. <laughs> Uh-huh. Uh so there Old were Old Man there were Death two... is coming around the corner. It's coming up <laughs> close. <laughs> there were two episodes... cold fingers, cold <laughs> fingers around our necks. <laughs> waiting for the hourglass sands to to slip on down. To slip He's on coming. down. Okay. Um Yeah, go for it. So there were two episodes that that Deke uh did not dub uh for reasons that I can't discern. Uh and we didn't really, we hadn't looked into them last episode, so uh, I looked a little into it this time. They weren't particularly exciting. Uh, in one of them, everybody buys these weird pets that smell like perfume, and obviously they steal your soul. Uh, and then in another one, uh, Serena meets like a famous musician who's getting stalked by a monster or something, and there's like a cursed cassette tape that also steals your soul. Uh, so you didn't really miss much, and I can't discern any real reason why they were cut, but, uh, I did a little due diligence. If you ask me, my, my $10, my sweet $10 bet goes on wanting to jump to the real good episodes and get this, like, get this, uh, sailor business going. Get the scouts <laughs> assembled. Yeah. Get the scouts together. Yeah, the shit, shit went down. I got a, I got a sweet little blurby real fast. Uh... So Jedi's newest scheme involves targeting students who study hard by having them join a cram school and having them and giving them a special disc that steals their energy. And there's a new girl in school named Amy, and she's at this cram school because she's super smart. And Luna thinks that she might be a member of the Negaverse, and so they have to investigate. Uh, yeah. First yeah, this off, this was a good one. It was it was a good one. Uh, I want I want to give I want to give Tio a chance to to talk real fast though because I'm curious about your uh, sort of past with Sailor Moon. You were a fan, Ooh. yeah. Oh yeah. Um. So the first thing that I realized is I actually am a bigger fan than I remember because when I was listening to the dubbed uh, theme song again, I <laughs> remembered all the words, which shouldn't <laughs> happen at 27. I clearly have not been using my brain for the right things but that's okay um i actually was it was really fun re-watching the original dub because i've recently gone back and watched crystal uh mm. or gone back it's only about a year old but um <laughs> man the i i remember this because uh i'm you know i watched the american version in the u.s but i had my romanian relatives who got me the good shit they got me Ooh. the Japanese original versions and the Whoa. Romanian dubs. Which, oh, my God. oh, I was about to ask. Yeah, the Romanian dubs. So how's that? <laughs> oh, so violent and so graphic. <laughs> so they kept um, the, the song then, right? Yeah. Yeah, for the most part. I would kind of flux between the American and the weird Romanian dub of the original Japanese. Mm -hmm. I don't even know if it was like a legal dubbing, but um, whatever <laughs> it was, it was definitely... First of all, I thought they were different ages. The Romanian one seemed like they were all high schoolers because there was a lot of sexual innuendo going on. Um, but uh, yeah, it was it was fun to watch the American version again and remember that they basically cut out anything that even remotely reminded you that like this girl is going through puberty. <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry. Uh, that's true. Uh, they're not in high school. That, that was I thought they were. Junior high school. 
They're, oh. four, they're 14. Yeah. yeah. If you can be 14 in high school, right? Freshman year. Yeah. I think it I yeah, I think it also right. is a semantics yeah, thing of what year you're in what depending on the, your schooling, but yeah. it does say yeah. junior high school on the outside of their building. Okay. Mm-hmm. Huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think I think in Japan they they do uh K through 6 and then 7 8 9 and then 10 11 12. Gotcha. Oh. I, I could be wrong about that, but I think they do. So I think the yeah. Old. It's it's there's there's plausible back and forth who really knows uh okay that's interesting that it's that it would they made it a little more adult i guess anything goes anything goes in romania illegal dubs <laughs> well what was weird about it too for me and i, I don't know if i'm gonna get too serious here but here comes my no, serious go for corner. it yeah. um the what i really loved about the american version when i was little was that it was a, a little more funny uh she was allowed to be i mean she's goofy and kind of a hot mess she's like the epitome of a hot mess mm-hmm. um this is serena i'm talking about everywhere mm. But she's especially kind of like dorky and quirky and goofy in the American one, in the dub, um, especially her conversations mm-hmm. with Luna. In the Romanian, <laughs> the Romanian approximation of the Japanese version, um, <laughs> they they have a bit of that. But because there's all this additional like over sexualized, she's really focused on like the guys that she likes, but not in a cute way, in a like. I have raging hormones and I'm starting to become a woman way. You you kind of don't, if you're a little kid, you don't associate with it as well. You're like, oh, that's an adult or that's like right. an older kid. She's just trying I... to be a mom. <laughs> <laughs> she just wants to be a mom. Yeah, she wants to pop out them babies and continue the species. Um, yeah, she, she definitely like, you don't connect with her as well or you don't like, you don't see yourself as, oh, I could be totally goofy and quirky and trip over the sidewalk, but also save the world. Right. You get She's a little trying less to of that. street luge her way into motherhood. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> With these full grown men walking around town. <laughs> also, and this is something that I would be very surprised if you guys have caught on yet. It, it becomes more prevalent as you go through the series, but... If you pay attention to the nails on any particular character, it is a dead giveaway of whether they're good or evil. Because evil <laughs> characters huh. tend to have very sharp, pointy nails. It's like they all get them mm-hmm. done at the same place. Oh, which, yeah. At the evil nail salon? The evil <laughs> nail salon. I mean, maybe it's for gathering energy since we know they're all fans of that. Um, but whatever it is, it's like the sharp, snow-white like the the evil nails from the step witch in Snow White, they're everywhere. Queen Beryl has them. Yeah. The the big bad in this episode does too, and spoiler a bunch in the future as well. So when I was little, I actually made a point to make sure I never gave myself like cool, sharp, pointed nails. I always had a square cut because of that. So oh my gosh, you know. yeah. I mean, you, you never know <laughs> if any of your classmates are secretly a sailor scout and they're gonna like throw their tr at you and turn you into dust. <laughs> just yeah, yeah. real concerns. Cool. Just guilt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh with this episode, um yeah, we see a huge new addition to the cast because we uh, get Amy who shows up. I was so hype. It was so great. They they yeah. just they, it's such a it's I don't know, it doesn't do anything particularly like special or out of the ordinary necessarily it's like oh yeah the fake out like we think amy's the big demon bad guy and then it turns out it's not and amy's actually sailor mercury um he's been in the tv show theme song for every episode (laughs) yeah exactly we know so i actually have a point about that that was also an american dub choice 
in the original, they didn't do that. They didn't spoil it for you. <laughs> that was like a weird choice that they made in the American version. Yeah, all the visuals for the intro are different in the, in the dub. It's yeah. definitely yeah. true. Um, that makes a little more sense then. <laughs> but... Yeah, they but actually... I think through the through the way that the episode is framed, like between, it's pretty clear she's a for the for the viewer who's seen Jadeite explain his plot to Queen Barrow, we know that she's the victim of the plot, not really a perpetrator of it. Sure, right? Yeah. Well, and also she gets a cool character design, and it's sort of like a dead giveaway. You're uh-huh. like, ooh, they they spent a little time designing her. I think we're gonna spend some time with her. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, when somebody I shows also, up who's just like a little bit more, over, like a little overdrawn for the rest of the <laughs> rest of the background characters. It's just yeah, like, it's oh, like, okay. It's like some when design Kuvira, craft went into this one. It's like when Kuvira shows up in season three of Korra, and she's like, "Hey, my name's Kuvira, and I'm gonna talk for yeah, a second. Yeah. And I have a mole, and like, huh, you're gonna be important later. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's a that's an important mole. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That wasn't that's there a, in the first draft. That's a villain mole. That's a villain mole. But yeah, so Jadeite comes up with his crafty new plan that he's going to use school achievement as an energy source. <laughs> <laughs> but he, all he needs is a computer. This looks like, scholastic in a whole new light, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh my well, God. I just, I love, I love that we're watching a show that's in an era where a floppy disk could be a, a source of evil. <laughs> it's the best like, um, a menacing computer. floppy disk <laughs> I would just I would love for his like evil machinations just a moment before and he's got the disk and he's like hold on so I have it in DOS and then I need to okay do I drop it into the or do I open it in no you gotta change the directory do I change uh, the di- <laughs> now, now, now run brainwash.exe <laughs> uh, what I <laughs> So, so one of the things that we learned in this episode is that Luna, the her her like mom cat friend thing, who tells her mom what cat. to do, mom uh, cat, mom cats, uh, mom cats, <laughs> Jim wants his foot, mom cats, Jim Lee, Jim, Jim Lee's, Lee's mom, mom cats. cats. Uh, <laughs> but Luna, Luna goes, uh, she like goes to the arcade and uses a machine and like puts in like a password and gets instructions from yeah, she some has a shadowy full, like, get smart little montage. Yeah. yeah. In, the, in the sailor V machine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Also her, her pass, her passphrase is I love to an efficient field mouse pudding. <laughs> it's so that will come it's up adorable. a lot, by the way, you remember that they did not oh use God. that as a one-off. Oh, <laughs> oh that's shit. So that's funny. Cause that uh, reads like a one-off. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> also a couple fun cat puns this episode. Mm-hmm. Did anybody write down Feinstein? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh Jesus. Uh, yeah. So okay. So just like structure-wise, so the the everyone everyone notices that there's this new transfer student named Amy, who's come from Brighton Academy and has like a weird halfway to a British accent, and everyone thinks she's going to be a snob. But she turns out to just be kind of adorable and bookish uh, and hella good at video games. And a weird vocal choice from mm-hmm. her voice actor. I don't yeah. know. It, yeah, it's... she has she, there's, a, there's like a faint Gabumon to her to her uh, cadence. <laughs> it's just like it's almost British. I'm Sailor Mercury. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's also close to Luna. It's it seems like it's like a mm-hmm. younger 
kind of Luna's affectation. Yeah, just I like, mean, she's supposed I to be from. I want to be fancy. Yeah, they say that she comes from Brighton Academy, which I guess might be like implied to be some sort of British school. They call it the Brain yeah. Farm. It's for Tio, nerds. Tio, mm-hmm. are there any like voices now that you've watched a, a few different <laughs> versions? Are there certain voices that you feel sort of are more canonical than others or ones that stand out as weird? So the strange thing is that uh, not to the extent that it is in the American dub, but that like weird British hoity-toity thing <laughs> comes up for Luna and cats in general, like talking cats in general in, in the Sailor Moon universe. I think it's because they really latch on to that kid thing of British people are smarter. I don't know why, mm-hmm. but it's mm-hmm. definitely a thing. Only you, need Giles, you need Giles to yeah. show up and tell He's you like hu- that mm-hmm. you're a slayer. <laughs> it, is, it is literally that. I mean, that is what I always kind of gathered from it. It also gave me this weird understanding that like British people are smart. You know, it really fed that well, you know, the, stereotype there's early. A, there's a real stereotype that not only are British people smarter, but they're also hella stuck up and they all live in mansions. Um, yeah, that's kind of what like <laughs> cartoons teach us in the 90s for sure uh i'm just but they're thinking also about sometimes butlers truth <laughs> truth but I'm, I'm i'm thinking about like like hey arnold has that dick kid named rex Smythe higgins the <laughs> third it's just like yeah. some asshole british kid with lots of money it's like that's like a trope across nations that's fantastic um <clears throat> My favorite, my favorite moment in this episode is uh, so Serena's trying to like make friends with Amy, and Luna's like, "No, she might be evil." And Serena's like, "Shut the fuck up! I'm making a friend." But like, <laughs> they go to the arcade, and Amy's hella good at video games, and then she realizes she's gonna be late for her cram school, and she stands up, and like the crowd that's gathered is like, "Oh, she had over a hundred thousand points," and they look at the screen, and it blatantly just says that she has six thousand eight hundred and fifty points. Yeah, I, <laughs> I had some questions about that. It's like a really weird dub choice to be like, "I'm gonna say a number that's not the number on screen." Well, because there are shots too where that where the number actually does go to like twelve thousand. Like it yeah. does. Yeah, I, I it think... goes above. I think the uh, the Americans in charge of translating here were just not didn't know about combo multipliers and just weren't really aware <laughs> like what was going on on this screen. Like, These numbers keep changing, and I'm not a I'm not equipped to handle the, these translations. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what combos are. It could be that she got hit by something when she left, and her score went down because she was losing points because she uh, wasn't. Look, that's there what anymore. happens. That's what happens when you're not committed. You know, that's fair. There is also a, a. I feel like I'm like being a tour guide for the future, and and I'm not sure the Sailor Moon future. I'm not sure how that pans out on this show, but hey, I'll that's go okay. ahead and, Please. and and leave this little nugget, a little sprinkle for you. Um, mm. They did this. They they did this weird thing in the American dub where they're like, we cannot let on that this is supposed to not be in the U.S. Although obvious um so they they try to redraw everything in the background so that you don't see any any japanese anywhere um which sometimes leads to if you haven't noticed already some really weird like definitely a designer late at night that's like i just gotta change this sushi joint it's just gotta be something else i don't know i don't know (laughs) chicken it's just a chicken place yeah we Um, talked about earlier how they've changed they've changed rice balls to donuts yeah (laughs) (laughs) it's weird (laughs) 
it gets real rough, especially when they're on like tight deadlines. In some of the some of the later episodes, they had like a cram session. I remember reading about it. They like didn't know if they were going to continue, and then they decided to. So it just it's like you know two a.m. decisions on what is in the background. So be I on love the that. <laughs> That's really That's great. great. Yeah, we'll have to do like a regular segment where we keep an eye out for you know weird weird backgrounds. I like it. Uh, <laughs> There's also a great, there's actually a really nice moment where Serena is struggling with the idea of doing homework uh, when she's the guardian of the world. (laughs) And, you know, when she makes a good point where, you know, why should she have to do this and she doesn't like it. And then Luna (laughs) basically is like, you know, it's important because it is hard. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it was like, "Ah, it's actually a really good answer, Luna, like on uh, like why to do homework and like dealing with struggle the idea of struggle and things that are difficult to Serena are really important to her development as right. As an adult. There's also kind of the realization that, you know, stopping Jadeite's idiot plots is not quite a full-time job as, as it might have first been been thought it would be. You're going to have to get a real job because this isn't going to keep you going. This This doesn't pay the bills. This isn't going to be here for you when you're 25. Oh God. (laughs) (laughs) Like, you might get a castle on the moon later, but (laughs) that's not going to... What you said about the about her, like, like, oh, yeah, she's got to she's got to grow and learn to do homework and stuff. But like the episode ends with her being like, oh, shit, like Amy is Sailor Mercury. That's so great. We're going to be best friends now. And now she's going to teach me how she's going to help me with my homework. And now I don't have to work (laughs) so hard because there's two of us. Yeah, because her moon king is well tied up in escrow, apparently. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh my god i just i love that i love that she, like given the slightest inch she'll just be so lazy oh yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. it's because so that's fantastic. just her nature you know like she won't you know like serena will grow but she won't ever change some aspects of her mm-hmm. like you know you know that in 10 years or whatever she was a fully realized moon princess that she'll still be like do i really have to fucking wake up <laughs> this morning yeah like she'll, shake hands just with her. this dude yeah i also appreciate that uh you know luna has her moments where she says really wise things like that like that homework bit where she's like it you know it's important because it's hard but then she also has moments where she's just so exhausted with sailor moon yeah. and i get that <laughs> and i kind of appreciate that because you know you're a kid you do something uh terrible and your mom or your dad are kind of like ah what? Yeah, you know they have that moment with you, and you're like, "Oh yeah, Luna had that moment with Sailor Moon. It's okay. They're they're gonna be happy with me again later. It's fine." <laughs> it's I think it's important to show that like it's not always you know wise, calm, patient Luna. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Touché. yeah. There's also uh, really great expression work in this episode. The like yeah. faces in the animation were yeah, fantastic. they get a little deformed for for oh some, yeah yeah we played with some fun some fun imagery with those wacky eyes the yeah there's a sort of a prolonged sequence where uh, Luna's trying to tell Serena that Amy might be dangerous and she just like puts her hand on top mm-hmm. of Luna's face for a while and she's just like <laughs> squirming and freaking out and it's kind of the best part <laughs> yeah it's fantastic and uh, then she needs a disguise. Oh yeah, she turns into a a, a school before, superintendent. Before that, she runs into Doctor Darian. Oh yeah, Ugh. 
we, we always got to have a run into Darian now because, you know, if you if you go an episode without Darian, you might forget that she's all about boys. <laughs> well, she had a, she had a fun little exchange with Andrew, too. That's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's true. Because uh, he's nice to her. He is nice to <laughs> he her. Is. I think he'd be a good match. I think they'd I think they'd have a good time. I don't know something about the name Andrew. I just don't like it. Like a guy named Andrew just doesn't like I can't. Yeah, trust so it feels that too easy. It feels like he's yeah. trying too hard already. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. 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 Not a fan. <laughs> is that is that so? Yeah, uh, I just think they're stinky. You know. You know. Uh, a, a fun fact is that is that uh, Andrew means uh, means manly. Uh, it means man. And that's so, maybe uh, that's why I think it's stinky and I hate it. <laughs> Because men are gross. Untrustworthy. Yeah. Have you Shit. met men? <laughs> Yuck. Ew. Ew. Boys are gross. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Does anybody have anything else? I, I really did enjoy oh, this I don't know. episode. I, I liked her little, her little, her little run-in with Darian. I like, uh, you know, he basically just calls her, I mean, he calls her Meatball Head, which it, it started as a weird little joke and now seems pretty accurate. To their to to, to 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 the tone of their discussions, so she she runs off she's like and and stops halfway and she's like, "Why are you staring at me?" And he, we cut to a look that's like, "Do I need to explain why I'm staring at what's happening right now?" <laughs> I've said almost nothing in this conversation. <laughs> Yeah. In the Japanese, well, at least in the Romanian dub of the Japanese version, at some point, it might not be quite yet, it might be a few episodes later, there's actually a discussion between uh, Andrew and Darian, and Andrew's like, why are you so mean to her all the time? And Darian's just like, I just feel compelled to be. I just have to be. (laughs) 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 I really appreciate because it's also like he doesn't really get why, but it's like every time he runs into her. And, you know, it's just kind of like what comes out of his mouth. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Serena, why does your face make me be so mad at you? (laughs) Yeah, kind of like that. And Andrew's just kind of like, all right, okay weird <laughs> which i suppose could be kind of worth exploring if we're we're still dealing with people in that age where you know the way you you express affection is is through confusion and and uh, and anger <laughs> right the yes. hair pulling the, the yeah. boy, boys pulling hair and yeah know. it's a tough time it's a tough time to be a person yeah. with, with genitals it sucks <laughs> I, i'm it's... sure it's a tough time to be a person without genitals too you're right. Point. Thank you for for being on my back about being inclusive. I, I, I you know, fourteen year olds without genitals. I'm sorry. Uh, well, you're an Andrew. What can we expect? From <laughs> I know I'm gross and I smell. Classic Andrew, stupid <laughs> boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my so, god. Well, um, okay. So Andrew, of stinky though, boys. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just got to point something out real fast before we end. Yeah. I, I've been thinking a little bit about Andrew. Like the character, not myself in third person. Uh, and he like owns this arcade. Is Andrew like thirty? I like, think so. Yes. Like it is hard to tell. Not so, fourteen. So this is I'll tell sort you of that. tropic Andy right to to the, um, I guess you would, you would call it the the male objects of affection in in a in a in a in an anime like this is they're usually much more mature like you compare to the you compare them to the only other like speaking role we've got darian 
mm-hmm. Aunt Drew, Jadeite, and then the other male is Melvin. Her dad. Yeah. And Melvin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Melvin. Like, it's a pretty Fucking stark contrast, Melvin. right? Yeah. Between, yeah. like, what is, it, what, is, what is a teenage boy of, of no, no um, romantic uh, value? Yeah. Classic beta move. <laughs> oh well, Andrew's kind of a straight up nice guy too. Like he's, if we're gonna talk about that, you know, he he's not, uh, he's not yeah. out there. He's not out there slaying. Well, no, because no. he's probably thirty. <laughs> he's yeah. thirty, and he's just in his arcade, and he's like, "Look, I do not want to hit on this girl. <laughs> she, she's fourteen, and they are animating her with a lot of cleavage." <laughs> All I will say is he doesn't buy them a single smoothie, so I think that's the number one sign no. of a creeper who owns an arcade. And he does smoothies? not do that. Yeah. Buying smoothies for the girls, you know? Uh, yeah. Well, that also, yeah, that would be a, a much more uh, new, not buying smoothies, but <laughs> the, the, the thing of him just like not, not really returning her affection would be an interesting twist. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think he's just that, casually nice to her. You yeah. know, he's like, I'm and, not going to be a dick because this and poor she's girl. The one, and she's the one interpreting it differently. Oh, yeah. it's kind of totally. like having a crush on your babysitter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're like, my employment means that I can't make this weird. So I'll just <laughs> I'll just indulge it a little. <laughs> yeah. um, this girl comes here every day. Okay. She's a she's a great customer. She's a whale. Don't fuck this up for us, Andrew. <laughs> you know how many quarters I get from this girl? <laughs> and she just brought her friend who is like drawing a crowd. Do not fuck this up. Oh, yeah. my God. <laughs> so plot wise, uh, Serena has the floppy disk, a floppy disk that was left by Amy for mm-hmm. her computer class. So she goes in. She needs to deliver it. For some reason, she needs to be disguised. But she shows up as a superintendent for about two seconds and then transforms into Sailor Moon in front of them. So I don't yeah, know. Nothing why opens she... doors for you quite like a high school administrative staff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just, I don't understand why she needed to transform or why she needed to disguise herself, but she does. And then transform. And it's Sailor for about, Moon. it's for about two lines before she comes yeah. out as Sailor Moon. Yeah, exactly. Haven't but you guys always wanted entrance. to be a superintendent? Literally every day of my life. You're right. Good point. <laughs> Completely. Hi, Super now. Nintendo Chalmers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Super Nintendo Chalmers. <laughs> Andrew, you know that they don't allow Andrews to be superintendents. I know. No. That was the law. Not around all those kids. There's <laughs> been too many problems before. Uh. Uh, but then, so then uh, they fight, and the evil teacher lady becomes uh, a wicked. There's a pretty scary, creepy. Yeah. It is, it's intense when she's beating up Amy. She's got like, she's got a, like an axe hand. Yeah. She's got an axe hand and she's got well, her just like she jams her face up against that computer screen. Yeah. But like she's got an axe hand and she's being scary, but she's also giving like evil pop quizzes. Yeah. Math <laughs> questions. <laughs> evil yeah. Math questions. And like throwing tests at you. It's like her weapon. And that terrifies that. I love that. <laughs> kind of great. I love how themed their villains are. Yeah. <laughs> and so school specific. Mm hmm. Like do a single thing about like. My new plan, Queen Barrel, is to harvest the energy of old guys at the Elks Lodge. <laughs> and then, like, it'll just go on forever. Yeah. Now, so far, all of our demon characters have actually been women, right? 
I think uh, that's true. N- Isn't it? No. Well, wait, were the hunks, were the hunks evil? No, they were possessed. The hunks, they were possessed. Yeah. Okay. The hunks were just, just hunks. They're just sweet hunks. <laughs> sweet gullible hunks. Sweet muscle hunks. <laughs> Goaded into darkness. <laughs> Dark hunks. Dark hunks. Darkness surrounds me. That's just your muscles, Chad. <laughs> I can't see. Oh, we're getting into a hunk spiral. We gotta pull out. We gotta pull out of this hunk nosedive. <laughs> the hunk night rises. Um, yeah. This okay. is my nightmare. So right. yeah, they've all been women demons. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting, which I do enjoy. I really do. Yeah, it's good. And so, yeah. yeah, so then Sailor Mercury, or Amy, has a moment where uh, her head symbol lights up. And then we get a really cool moment. She gets there. to transform, summon some bubbles. Yeah, yeah. Her she secret power <laughs> bubbles. bubbles. And she, like, what'd, cha- you guys, what'd you guys think of her pose? That she's, her, her official pose when she's transforming? I, I don't actually remember it's not it. quite as it's not quite as uh visually dynamic as Sailor Moon. I'll have to rewatch it. Let's see. I like yeah, it. It's hard, yeah, it's hard to explain. It's basically she like like is bending her knees together. It's yeah. like someone needing to pee almost, but without crossing their legs. Oh, uh-huh. But I actually think it works for her because she is so timid and kind of shy, and it's kind of like, oh, I'm a sailor scout. Yeah, she it, wouldn't it try to take up a lot of physical space. Exactly. Yeah. Like All her... of the poses are very particular to the people. Yeah. I'll have to pay attention to that. That's cool. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It was good. It was good. It had that good, satisfying ending. We get some of that myth arc stuff. We, we you know, we're, we're yeah. building. We're not just like Monster of the Week this time. Yeah. I'm you know, all about we're it. Actually, like, you know, building this, uh, this story along. It's going to be good. And yeah. claps for, for Amy for kind of just going with the fact that first her teacher turns into this evil thing trying to push her into darkness, and then a cat starts talking to her, and then the cat tells her to start saying some things about a planet, and she just does it. Yeah, she and then as, when she's done, she's like, that's so cool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> her line was, that's so cool. Like, is any she of this was the easiest child to grow. Super like, cool. It, <laughs> I'm chill. <laughs> yeah i mean I'm, i think part of it is that these sailor scouts since they are like reincarnated that there's that part of them that kind of like always already knew, knew it and it just sort of feels right and so there's not as much questioning of it mm-hmm. i think is yeah. sort of the out that we can assume except for sailor moon who you know just inherently doesn't isn't good at anything no, more or less. Yeah, no, yeah. but she did. She did buy into it pretty quick after a couple, a couple, a fun little riff. You know, she. That's true. She more or less after she transformed, she's just like, well, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hard to argue yeah. on this one. <laughs> <laughs> Evidence points to the 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 positive here. <laughs> so, have you guys watched ahead at all, or are you? Oh no! Actually, okay. Uh, no. I've seen the I've next episode. Uh, Rory. Oh, okay. Rory. Well, you know what we were supposed to watch last week. Hey, you know what? It's, 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 this isn't the time to to shit on me. Right? <laughs> the only the only reason I ask is uh, for those of you who don't know the full plot yet, 
Oh, I'm curious your thoughts on Sailor Venus really quick. Oh, and then sure. I so will... that hasn't shown up by the next episode. Austin knows a little bit. I uh, I know nothing. I Allison I... dropped a little bit of spoilers in her. Oh. Mm-hmm. Allison told us some spoilies. Some spoilies, you say? Yeah. I mean, we know that we know about Sailor V being a real thing. Uh, but uh, I mean, I never I never watched this consistently, so I don't really remember much. Oh, snap. Now I'm thinking, I wonder if Miss Haruna's in on it. Maybe she's maybe she's a Sailor Scout. Oh, my God. I would be so happy if that happened. I'm pretty sure it doesn't. I, I but wish, like, but it's super not true. Sailor Mom. <laughs> Sailor Mom. <laughs> Sailor Mom. <laughs> <laughs> She does have interesting hair, and that's kind of a trademark of all the scouts. So it that's is a good point. I just want Haruna to have like a gun, like she joins the <laughs> team and she just has a gun. It's like, look, guys, I gotta go she's to bed like at the, nine uh, o'clock. She's the oh, she's the Reza, Reza Hawkeye. Yeah, yeah. Well, or that the, works too. The I was gonna diggle. say the normal. I was gonna say uh, to ah, I'm spacing on his name. The uh, the normal guy. The in Diggle in and Ghost Arrow. In the Shell. Oh, I was talking about. Okay. Oh yeah, I don't remember. I his don't name. know. But yeah, basically, I would I would enjoy that. I enjoy the shit out of that. <laughs> All right. I think I think you just put a person, a random average person, with a gun in most fantasy stories, and you get <laughs> just like a great experience. You know, Harry Potter, <laughs> the Thundercats. <laughs> Wait, it works average. for everything. Just just throw uh, a guy with a gun on the team. What would happen if you gave Neville a gun? sorry your wand's broken have this gun it knows one spell and it does it real good um we wanted to talk about the sailor says real fast before we move on i do i do i mean it's basically just pleading on all fours like please go to school please Please study and don't. I know we've really kind of fucked up with a main character who <laughs> is terrible at school and doesn't go or like school or try hard. Um, but please, we, we you gotta. And like eat right and maybe think about doing your homework before TV. I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. Um, and well, I guess this was one that was probably pieced together purely out of English, right? They don't yeah. do it in the Japanese. Yeah, Sailor they Says is, is just an English thing. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> Interesting. I guess maybe, because I was just thinking, like, because truancy is, you know, illegal in America, whereas you might need to, you know, kind of convince some Japanese kids who just don't want to go to school if there's no law about it. Right. If the cops can't hunt them down. <laughs> <laughs> well, I also like that it doesn't, it doesn't really say, you know, do your homework. It says, it more or less says, like, Find a make friends with a smart person and have them help you do your homework, which is mm-hmm. <laughs> arguably a, a different thing. It's like yeah. use your resources. It's much right. shruder advice. It's yeah, yeah. shrewd. Yeah. It's like be a little bit more tactical with who you make friends with. <laughs> <laughs> Befriend the nerds, everyone. Befriend the nerds. Melvin is manipulatable. <laughs> you can control Melvin. <laughs> People like Melvin are tools. You can be his queen. (laughs) Use them as you see fit and drop them. (laughs) I love it. Thanks, Sailor Moon, for all your wonderful advice. Give your future a chance. Yeah. Yeah. Oof. It was good. It was great. We out. 
Kagam, bam, bam. Hey, Rory. Yes, Austin. Did you uh, did you want to talk a little bit about uh, one of our sponsors this week? I uh, was just itching to do that. Yeah, uh, I was excited to hear about box full of whistles. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited right now. Yeah, ah. so we are lucky enough to uh, be sponsored by Boxful of Whistles, a company that uh, couldn't be couldn't be closer to our hearts. <laughs> uh, every month they send you a a curated box of wooden <laughs> whistles, uh, hand hand carved hand carved from uh, Nepalese mountain boys. Whoa. <laughs> from the peaks. From the so wait, the Nepalese mountain boys like carved them from wood themselves. Carved right? them from wood, from from okay. from from mountain wood, from from uh, from the from the trees harvested from the the topest the topest mountains. What kind of there. trees are those? Do you know what kind of trees those are? You know, I really wish I had done enough research about different trees uh, prior to subscribing to box full of whistles, but it really is, 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 uh, ancillary to the quality product you get when you subscribe to box full of whistles. I mean, I imagine that you don't have to be the expert when they curate it for you. No, that's the whole point. Like, what are you supposed to know about every different kind of wooden whistle? Or you just want, or you just want a sweet little Nepalese boy to carve you a nice slide whistle. You can do to make fun (laughs) sounds at your friends. So they're slide whistles. Well, okay. yeah, it's all whistles. You can use the same whistle, like a the box full of the same whistle, whistle every month. <laughs> okay. Oh, so they right. So they're different whistles. Yeah. I think. I think. Is there maybe... like a pairing? Did they come with like a, a good wine pairing? <laughs> yeah, it's like this is this is like a this is an excited whistle. This is a this is a note that really sells your exuberance. Whereas like sometimes they give you like a like the sad whistle. Like a you know uh, the Nepalese funeral funeral whistle. <laughs> uh, I think I think actually we have a we have an audio sample of what the Nepalese funeral whistle sounds like. Uh, I'm sure Kyle will drop that in for us right now. Yeah, so box yeah. full of whistles uh, every month sends you uh, sends you a new a new arrangement of different whistles. Um, it's a it's a great price. It's a great product. You can't get them anywhere else except Nepal. Um, and people in Nepal will tell you they have never heard of it. <laughs> well, they don't know about the box. The, the box right. part is, you know, like a box whistle. It, it doesn't translate well. Right. I mean, this one company is convinced that it's... <laughs> that, that's what they sell. That's, yeah. Well, All I'm right, going to subscribe today. Yeah, yeah, sign me up. All right, so episode ten of Digimon: A Clue from the Digi Past. Mm. Starting us up right off the top of the bat with that great Digi, Digi uh, prefix. That, that great Gabumon recap. <laughs> uh, yeah, the the re- the the blurb goes as follows: While Mimi comes to terms with being stranded in the middle of nowhere. Izzy becomes deeply involved in researching a nearby temple, much to Mimi's annoyance. That's true. She really doesn't have mm-hmm. any patience. 
Yeah. So, but this also, is Izzy was kind of a dick. Episode. Yeah, he was. Yeah, and I think a fun bit of it would be that um, where most of the time the Digimon represent a sort of reflection of the character's personality. In this one, Tentamon and Palmon agree more with the the other's point of view. Mm-hmm. So that was a fun little twist on the on the uh, standard operating procedure. Yeah, sort of getting to see some Digimon switched up. Mm-hmm. Exploring them as characters and exploring, like, hey, what happens when they're not just talking to the same person all the time? Yeah. Uh, that was but- nice. Yeah, I think we got to start from the beginning here chronologically because we right, had we start, a real We start doozy. in their Nemo beds. They're flying through the sky. <laughs> and uh, still, yeah. something we mentioned last episode, which remains true, uh, the, the one bit of continuity they seem incapable of forgetting is the nakedness of these characters, of these children. <laughs> <laughs> like, of, of all the stuff that's brushed aside, they've now been keeping track of who's in underwear and who's not for... <laughs> three or four episodes so bizarre. <laughs> although they didn't have to deal with finding their clothes this time thankfully no they just they put just them on it, i guess um that's good T- but T- on, on a scale of one to ten how lost were you just jumping in on episode 10 here i actually tracked my overarching emotion throughout <laughs> the episode and boiled it down into four states uh i'll just say them out loud and i can explain them later oh great okay Amusement, confusion, submission, fascination. Oh. I like the, sub- the oh, submission yeah. stage is great because it implies that you you realize how terrible everything is and you lay down and, and you're like, fuck it. Just wash over me with your digi monsters. Like a cool digital Absolutely. breeze. Absolutely. <laughs> the, there's... At some point, to make it through, you really have to just submit to the experience. Mm-hmm. Uh and, I, you know, I'll, I'll let you guys kind of do your thing. But when it comes time to talk about Mimi, I have a lot of um, oh, yeah. questions. All right. So, yeah, yeah so, we're going to so jump right into that. Start of the episode, <laughs> she runs into uh, Sukumon and Chumon. Oh, God. They're Digi so losers. Now, now, yeah, the, the digital losers. Now, and that's not us. If, if they, they called themselves the digital losers. They did. We're pretty funny. Like, I, I enjoyed them and compare them to the. This is now, T.O., the second turd-shaped digital monster that has attempted to hit on Mimi in the <laughs> span true. of it's 10 true. episodes. It also throws pink turds. Okay, good, because and, and, I have a the, note here. They, they digital these losers, two, these dot, dot, dot. Yeah, are they holding pink poop? They are. Yes. Yeah. They, yes, that, okay. is, that is poop. They share one, they share one tiny brain. Yeah. <laughs> that was confusing. <laughs> Um, I actually enjoyed them as well, mainly because it was the only time that I felt like Mimi was capable of anything was when she was responding to their advances. Um, but I have a question about their uh, in in their societal um, beauty standards because yeah. they it's just say, Mimi. <laughs> <laughs> well, here <laughs> that might make sense. But tell me, tell me what to make of this. I, I wrote it. I literally stopped and had to write it down because I was so fascinated. Quote, a gorgeous girl like you must have a big brain. Uh, does 
does it is it beautiful to have a big head or is it that if you're pretty you're also smart in this universe what what does that mean because I, that is not common heckler language no and I, I think i think if there was if there was a way to read into this you're you're pretty much on point like i don't think it's a coincidence now that we've had two that are are like overtly like predatory sexual characters are literal turds yeah uh, <laughs> They, they yeah, are not. They, uh, they're not the um, the heroes. No, <laughs> no. It's it's strange, and it's just it, like we said. It's just Mimi. Like I think digital creatures are just attracted to Mimi. Or yeah, just poop monsters like Mimi. Like yeah. maybe it's very specific, <laughs> it's and it's so not weird. a gendered discussion so at all. I don't want to make that seem like it's Mimi's fault. about her head. No, no, no. I think she just has the right head size. You guys. Yeah. I think there's yeah. a little a little like lustful man. I wish I had a. A head that could fit a brain like that in there. That's what I I almost was excited about that comment because it's like, yeah, you're pretty. That means you must have a big brain, and we're really into that. And you know, I mean, they're turds, but that, I, I liked that. I was I was like, I had to stop and think about that for a second. And a part of their fight I liked. You know, Mimi kind of you know seems like she's ready to square up. But once once these guys start summoning their little pink spirals to throw, she's just out. She's like, oh, no, no, no. Yeah. I'll beat you up. But I'm not really she's trying to get covered in poop before. about it. I'm just going to leave. Yeah. And it, I want that to enter our, uh, our. Yeah. I want that to enter our phraseology. Like, man, I'm not going to get I'll, covered in poop about it. I'm, I don't want to get covered in poop about this. I'm out. <laughs> So, okay, so I'll be etymology mon for a second. Um, Ooh. I like, uh, so chumon, uh, choo-choo is the, the uh, onomatopoeia for what a mouse squeaks right. sound like. Uh, but oh. Sukumon. Yeah, the naming of these monsters, there's so many, to st- you can't really get clever. There's no Pikachus right. in here. But Sukumon is weird because they pronounce it Sukumon, but it's actually based on the English word scum, like scumon. Mm. Oh. So they oh, they literally call him scum. <laughs> so yeah, he's a turd, and they call him scum. And yeah, so we're not supposed to like these guys, which is nice, right? Which right? is good. Like, it's it good. is nice. I'm no, into it. Yeah, no, like charming misogynists in this show. <laughs> no, definitely not. You know, and I don't know that we like, said it out loud, but Chumon is a little mouse creature that sits on the top of the big yellow turd creature. And, and who is as legally different from Pikachu as possible. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Cannot stress that enough. Yeah, as an ugly ass rat. <laughs> so aside from Mimi being catnip to Digi's, um, <laughs> we we get Izzy and Izzy gets enraptured with this like nerd project where he finds a bunch of hieroglyphs in a ruin and he sits down and turns on his computer and tries to translate everything. Uh, yeah, because he finds an outlet in the wall. Yeah, well, because Izzy's kind of, you know, um, he's got a little bit of obsessive compulsiveness that has only been lightly touched on, mm-hmm. and he can't really resist puzzles. There's <laughs> <laughs> been like the two times, puzzle right? Flame. He's he, he's got a you put puzzle that fire. on your resume. You put that on your resume. Cannot resist puzzles. I'm that's a, that's a trait everyone wants. I'm you a want real, someone uh, who's gonna figure out why the AC isn't working. You yeah, know? yeah. When you just get your jeepers in a hackle for for, <laughs> for some for some puzzling games. Um, but it's it's funny because 
it's it's definitely not portrayed like a good thing because Mimi yeah. and uh, no. Mimi and Palmont and Tentomon are all kind of being like, dude, we got to go find our friends. Remember the real human people that we enjoy spending time with are like only links to the real world. We got to go find out. Maybe they're dead. And you're like, no, I just want to translate. Not puzzles, bro. It's just puzzles. puzzles. <laughs> well, what it, I, so this made me think of a couple things. Um, so first of all, it kind of mirrors the fight between Joe and Ty last episode. Yes. Matt and Ty. Uh, yeah. Matt and Ty. Sorry. God, how could I? Oh my I don't God. know. I'm so sorry. <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> that was a major faux pas. You're, you're going to get um, lashes for that later. No. Yeah, the, fan, the fan club's going to be frothing about this. Yeah. One. They're going to, they're going to pluck me like a goose. Uh, <laughs> um, but so Matt and Ty had had a fight about like, hey, we should sort of explore the mysteries of the island a little more. We should sort of like see see where this shit all goes or we need to go find our friends. And, and you know, this kind of a similar thing that happens uh, yeah. with Izzy and Mimi. But the other thing I thought about that I really appreciated was Izzy's um, like attention issues and focus and his his like antisocial you know, sort of not good with, with people, just sort of the way he behaves and the way he was, he was zoned in and not listening to Mimi was felt more realistic for, yeah, he, he's, for he's an indoor computer kid. Mm-hmm. He's acted pretty straight, but he's, it, there's a pretty strong implication that he's not neurotypical. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would yeah, agree with and that. I, I, I was just glad that the way they handled that and the way they presented that very just sort of natural and not, based on a nerd character archetype from media and just sort of based on like, just like a normal kid, you know, like a, yeah, the way, a, yeah. you know, a kid might act. And, and, um, this kid taught himself Python in his bedroom. And yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Oh, they did and- try to seed in his like nerd catchphrase prodigious. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. And he also Which said, just, just, cool. just give me a nano. <laughs> Tia, what were you yeah. gonna say? Give me a nano. Oh, I started writing down. Uh, there were two prodigiouses in this mm-hmm. episode, but I, I really, to to your point, Austin, I also appreciated that when they kind of brought gently brought up like you're being rude, he uh, kind of fought back. He's like, I'm not being rude. I'm figuring out the puzzle. So like, right, right. pointing out that to him, he's not just be- blowing her off. To him, he's that's not what he's doing at all, which I think right. is an important like internal logic to know. Well, mm-hmm. to him, he's he's looking big picture, right? right? Yeah, exactly. He, he's trying to solve their big problems, and he thinks that that's pressing. And like, I get that too. Right, but, and yeah. Mimi, Mimi literally just like doesn't understand, and she feels like she's not being listened to. She's being ignored in her in her mindset. It's good. I mean, it's good because like we see both characters who are in their own minds are correct. And it's still creating conflict. It's got my my favorite line of Mimi's so far, though. She like storms off and goes into the labyrinth because she's mad at Izzy and Tentamon goes with her. Um, There was a part before she gets mad. I mean, it it felt a little zero to 60, but it paid off at least with a bit of a fun bit uh, when she starts crying right away. mm -hmm. And then Palmon starts crying, too. Yeah. (laughs) It's sort of just like symbiotic, like best friend. Like, we'll we'll both cry. (laughs) (laughs) I can't let you cry alone. (laughs) Yeah, they're just like crying and marching. It's good. But they run off and uh, and. She like, like a piece, a piece of the ceiling. Palmon like, stays with Izzy. Yeah, 
but a piece of the ceiling falls on Mimi's head and Tentamon's like, are you okay? And she's like, or, or he's like, are you hurt? And she's like, it's fine. I'm getting used to it by now. <laughs> it's like, oh, oh, poor baby. She's just getting yeah. hurt all over the place today. Right. She just keeps getting hit on by sexual Digimon in like an otherwise completely sexless world. And just, Digi-losers. They're just like sexual horned in their horn bones right world. on her zone. And it's not great. You know, like, you know, women get sexualized so early and it's like this constant reminder that she's got to deal with and everybody else is fine. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or Mimi. Point your horn bomb somewhere else. Yeah. I mean, poor Mimi, but can I can I bring up now my question about Mimi? Yeah. Ask away. Uh, This might have been covered. This might also have just been explained. But is she... The the way that I phrased it here in my notes was, is she constantly battling her inner dad? And I say that uh-huh. because she, her dialogue is like half totally ditzy Paris Hilton and then half dad jokes. Uh-huh. And it's very confusing. Like I, she she lands on the island and makes a joke about frequent flyer miles. Yeah. <laughs> like what, uh, what you're not wrong. Kid there, does that. In the the dub there's some hammy um i i don't i can't really i can't explain exactly the the why of it but (laughs) if you look at her her japanese dialogue it's a lot less ditzy and a lot less um talking about fashion and going to the mall going to the mall so her character is kind of an amalgam of the way the japanese writers intended and then whatever the american dub writers kind of throw on top yeah, so I we're, think we're... I think maybe part of why they had to sort of uh, scramble to change her up is she's a bit of an America file, mm. where she dresses like a cowboy. And then Allison was talking about how in the in the new season where it's like ten years in the future, she moved to America. So it seems like maybe they had to sort of change that for an American audience. Although there's plenty of Americans who love America, just probably more. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. Yeah, a whole lot more. <laughs> yeah, it just it also it was just very like I I literally was starting to envision like Bob from Bob's Burgers saying some of her lines yeah. because they're so out of this world for a child. I'm like, does she even know what that is? I'm very confused <laughs> about what's internally happening in her mind right now. And yeah, every, everything I about her is, is enigmatic. More. You know, she carries a compass but has no idea how it works. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, maybe I can get some frequent flyer miles. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Tina. (laughs) Anyone like this? Um, uh, Yeah, I think the funny thing is, so the rest of the episode is kind of stock Digimon. Like, you know, it's it's like there's a there's a fight and then that sort of dominates the rest of the episode. Right. So they they actually they encounter uh, a really scary Digimon named Centaurimon. Who's Horse like Robocop a, 2. Horse Robocop 2. He's like <laughs> a scary Cyclops centaur knight with a gun arm. It's it's crazy. There's a lot going on. He's got like weird beetle beetleborgs all over his body. <laughs> it's weird. He, there, he there, is there, so many things. There is one. a there is a fun twist to this to this fight though, where uh Palmon goes first. She we get Togemon, our uh, our boxing our boxing cactus. <laughs> Yeah, uh, and she's pretty deftly handling the scenario, and then um, Tentamon turns into Kabuterimon, who 
I think both you could you could read it as as you know metaphoric to to people you know to guys kind of like trampling in on a fight that was being well taken care of. Right. Uh, but also just as a fun bit of paying attention to the spacing of the world, Kabuterimon is just fucking huge, and they're just like, oh, dude, <laughs> they they're pinned against the wall you are. by his girth. <laughs> They're yep. like, yeah, it's, it's it's yeah, that is that is funny. Uh, most of the time they just hand wave shit so that Digimon can fight. <laughs> exactly. So um, there is one thing about the episode, though, that I did appreciate um, about the back half is after setting up this conflict with Mimi and Izzy and with Izzy's like difficulty yeah, yeah, to communicate. Yeah. What they literally force him to do is have to communicate with. Mm-hmm. Mimi. Yeah, he, he has to get on the headset with her and guide her out of the labyrinth. Right, yeah. like the one thing I so what I would have. Oh, you're liked, right. That's a, that is a good little good little bit. What I would have liked though is to see a little more struggle from Izzy to like, mm-hmm. you know, to give him some growth and to have that sort of feel like more like a challenge to him mm-hmm. to have to communicate with her, um, and sort of see like some something to overcome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, to kind of really like hit the nail on the head there with with that he's sort of facing his you know, any sort of struggle that he has, but maybe I'm hoping for too much. No, I, I think this sort of goes to what I was saying before, where he's kind of just played too straight. You know, you could probably redo the whole thing line for line with just a little bit more of a journey from, you know, from the, on the actor's right. part and have yeah. it make more sense. Let's not forget the moment where he, he directs them into like a dead end passageway and Mimi and, and Tentamon are like, ah, what are we doing? And like, he's not communicating with them and he shows up and busts a wall with his bare hands and a rock. Yeah. Like pretty cool. We noticed that, right? Like, is he like, like freaking Conan, the barbarians his way through a wall. That's weird. Yeah. (laughs) Well, yeah. And so I I think part of what's kind of, cool on this show is that they establish all of the humans in relative dynamic to their Digimon when it comes to fighting other Digimon mm-hmm. pretty worthless they're all they're all damsels and the Digimon are all heroes and when they figure out a way for the humans to be cool it it usually pays off yeah yeah I noticed that that they yeah so they Leomon shows up and he's still whammied and he's still bad and their digivices now have the ability to repel evil with mm-hmm. light. And it does give suddenly give the humans an extra, you know, extra weapon. Any sort of weapon. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, it's odd because we find out the temple is like devoted to the digivices and we get sort of like a little info dump from Centaurmon and like we don't really learn a lot in a specific way but we do learn that the digivices are like sacred and and the kids learn that maybe they're special right yeah and then it ends on a cliffhanger doesn't it no i remember no they uh they all go off uh mimi kicks the black the big black gear and makes it go the other direction and then the island starts going back towards the middle and they're like oh yay mimi you saved us thanks for kicking that out of anger um and then Sukumon and Chumon are still trying to date her. Oh, yeah. That's oh, how we gosh. end the episode. Yep. <laughs> it's, uh, you know. There, there is a little bit of a cliffhanger. Uh, it's it's sort of um, uh, un- unspoken. But as we've now entered the second episode, that's these sort of character pairs. 
it's worth remembering that there's seven Digidestined. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's true. That's true. And we still don't know where TK is. Uh, and Matt was yeah. hella worried about little baby TK. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm I'm so glad that the story is moving. Uh, it's such a more enjoyable show now than it ever was. Yeah, and Izzy and Mimi was a was a fun pair, especially with the way that they are interacted with each other's Digimon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I'm ready to see what's next. Yeah, girl. Even if it is Joe. <laughs> I'm gonna have to watch more of this now just because I've heard so much trash talk about Joe. I feel like I need to catch up on the trash talking. You know, he's he's working his way up. He's yeah, you know, he's got a lot of climbing to do. Maybe one day he'll be assistant Mountain. shift manager. <laughs> My respect for him is at the top of Infinity Mountain. <laughs> <laughs> he's gotta keep climbing. He's getting there. Tio, just laugh with our jokes like you know what we're talking about. <laughs> I, I've i heard, so I'm just going to pull back the curtain a little bit. Oh, shit, um, no. For, well, Not our curtains. Not curtains. my curtains. <laughs> Look, you never wash these curtains. You never iron them. I'm frankly Nobody told me you were coming over, them. Mom. Uh, <laughs> Get out of my room. So, <laughs> so uh considering that i live with your sound engineer who uh hears everything before you know it goes out and such i occasionally and by occasionally i mean every time after you guys <laughs> record um my night is then spent with him kind of recapping it to me but without the audio so it's like and then they said this and then they said this and then this <laughs> happened and i'm like yeah so you, you guys what we do to these shows to you with our show <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, he does. So then I've learned about Joe via third proxy. So uh, like folk like tales. That. What it's you're like, saying is yeah. that you get, because I mean, we record these on Monday nights, so you get Monday night, Saturday morning, Tuesdays. Yes, I do. But By Kyle via, Levine. Yes, yes, I do. <laughs> I have my own special podcast. oral history of Saturday morning, Tuesdays. <laughs> of, of my worst friends. <laughs> but, but, what, <laughs> but what ends up happening because of it is that you know you got to kind of condense that down so he ends up talking about the the best highlight moments and honestly for digimon i hear a lot of shit talk about joe so clearly that makes the <laughs> cut for the secret podcast mm. that i get from my from my one one human yeah <laughs> and you lucky listeners yeah. could also be a part of this secret podcast if you sneak into kyle and tia's apartment on a night they don't realize you're there go and listen to monday night saturday morning tuesdays and then tell you us can how learn it was. about joe or scorn boy <laughs> uh it's, i think we need to move on yeah uh hey guys hey, hey yeah what's up rory I was curious if you could read some of this new copy for us for one of our brand new sponsors. Okay. Uh, yeah. Of course. Oh, yeah. Great. We're both yeah, we're yeah. both looking at the sheet, so I guess we can yeah. take, kind of take it line by line yeah. here. This is a new a new restaurant opening up in town. Uh, it's called Randy and Andy's Junkyard Brunch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm laughing because of how good it is. Yeah, oh man, I'm so familiar with this. It's, yeah, so maybe <laughs> Yeah, so I yeah, we're we're big fans of this restaurant, aren't we, Andy? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm clearly a part of it. Yeah. 
And and I famously love junkyards. I think we all know that. Yeah, junkyards. To me, the real like what's missing from the most like fancy restaurant, like the most delicious restaurant, <laughs> is like I'd scrap. say piles. Yeah, piles, scrap metal, and like feral <laughs> cats. Yeah, I, I I miss I miss having to fight things off who are trying to also eat my brunch to fend you know? to fend for your dinner. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I'm usually I'm usually looking for a bit of a fight when I go for brunch, and most places don't offer that. Plus. You know, the real fight when you're in one of our common metropolitan cities, you know, too many people are, are trying to get in that brunch line. You know, before <laughs> you even get into the restaurant, people are, are getting cranky about their spot at the brunch and they really bring the fight to you. You know, you get a seat and then you got possums, you got, uh, <laughs> you know, several owls. <laughs> Yeah, maybe like a, a, a feral child who's sort of grown up and knows only the junk. <laughs> That's Randy. <laughs> that is Randy. Yeah, tell us how you found Randy. Randy found me, really. Uh, he followed me home one day on one of my junkyard sojourns. And, uh, <laughs> and you know, he had a, his, his pockets full of sprockets. He, uh, he came up and, and, and just tugged on my hand and, and took me away to a magical land of brunch and possums. Uh I'd never seen anything like it. I mean, I've seen junkyards before, of course, but, uh, you know, he really he really adds a whole je ne sais quoi to the place. He's our maitre d', of course. That's great. You know, this feral boy. Andy, can you uh, can you tell us the, the Randy and Andy Junkyard Brunch, uh, your slogan for the restaurant? What was it again? Yep. I can't Randy remember. Randy and Andy's Junkyard Brunch. When you're here, you're in a junkyard. <laughs> <laughs> Great, yeah, yeah. Be sure and come visit anytime. Dinosaurs from outer space and joined in their battles against Genghis Rex and the evil Tyrannos. Let's do a Dinosaurs. Oh boy. And what an episode of Dinosaurs it is. Tia, were you able to make heads or tails of what was going on in this thing? Uh. It was a doozy. I have a lot of issues with this high school. Oh, my God. Uh, okay. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say first. Dinosaurs, episode 10, Rockin' Reptiles. Uh, this episode, David uses the dinosaurs' name and looks for his rock band, but is mistaken for the real thing by the Tyrannos. Uh, some other stuff happens. It doesn't matter. That's <laughs> This is a terrible episode. It's, it was so hard. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I was I was really on the line here between you know that razor's edge between being amazing and being terrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm honestly I'm not I'm not sure which which side this came down on yet. You know, it's uh oh I know it's, it is it is a it's a strange thing where where this show has has normally been capable of of breaching the threshold of so bad it's good. Uh, it. Uh, I don't know. There, there were some fun bits in this, mm-hmm. but we're uh, like I at first was when we find out dinosaurs can't like music. Yeah, it, no, it was ex- they just hate rock. They, yeah, well, it was kind of <laughs> weird because they tried to roll. like they tried to make it logical, like oh, our, our ears are so sensitive, but we know they've heard like skyscrapers falling and their heads didn't explode. So, <laughs> yep, that's yeah, very true. It, with with the dinosaurs, that bit didn't land for me because it wasn't funny, and they tried to make it sound like real science fiction. 
uh, when yeah. the Tyrannos discover music, it was hilarious. Yes, it was. <laughs> oh, my God. I've never heard Genghis Rex screech like that. Ah, it's so, it's good. so good. It's well, so it's, good. Okay, so the episode opens with... So the, the whole point is that David is going to be the guitarist in the band that's playing his school dance, and he needs Demetra to fix his amp. And so, like, I don't know. That's, like, I guess the easy reason why they're even talking about it at the Lava Dome. But, like, they... Uh, it's just... It's so incomprehensible what happens. Like, David somehow drops the name Dinosaurs when he's talking to his bandmates. And they're like, that's a great idea. And then suddenly it's like they're going to dress up like the Dinosaurs for the concert. And suddenly and, they're on the radio. Uh, they're yeah. on, like... What? High school has radio. a radio? Yeah. It's I'm so, so weird. upset about this. <laughs> so, so I'm just first what of the all, frick is the timeline? Sorry, right? No, I no. So, into this later. First of all, I, I just want to say I don't want us to gloss over for me what the biggest weird shit was. We, we're peeling back all these layers about the secret scouts. They yeah. go to school. They're yeah. going to school. So David now has uh, <laughs> apparently a family. I don't know yes, about his family probably. yet, but he goes to school he has a job where he's the assistant shift manager <laughs> and he fucking fights evil and with, he plays with, in a band that they presumably and rehearse he plays with. in a band what is this does he have a time and, turner what the fuck is his day <laughs> david and, what do you do do you sleep and austin you should be way more upset about this because the man also somehow magically created these costumes that looked so realistic yeah. that I thought he was stroking one of the dinosaurs oh, at first. And I, I was like, what is happening? I completely did not understand what was happening with the like extra dinosaurs. I was like, did the, did some animator get the wrong note? I did. I just had no idea. Yeah. But yeah, they're part like, of it. Perfect. The guys in the suits. Yeah. The guys yeah. in the costumes were very confusing to me logistically. Yeah, oh, God. so so they they get the idea to be dinosaurs. They mm -hmm. play a generic rock song that's immediately broadcast on all radio stations. <laughs> uh, we, we have a recurring theme here too, where um, in the past, so Allo, our fearless leader, has done just about everything he can do to save his friends and teammates. Like he's a pretty stand-up guy. And there are just some weird little ticks he has that makes him incapable of of throwing people a bone every once in a while. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, he, when David asked him if he can use the name Dinosaurs as his band name, Al was just like, no. <laughs> it's a Fuck. hard no from dad on this one. <laughs> well, cultural appropriation, you guys. Let's talk about That's it. That's true. That's really true. I mean, he is doing dino face. And it is, it is not appropriate. You know, uh, some of David's best friends are dinosaurs. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's so terrible. Uh, that is that is not what is happening. Uh, it's just it's just dinosaur costumes. These are just like really accurate dinosaur costumes that are incomprehensible. Where did they where did he get them? How did it happen? I have no idea. Well, they're accurate yeah, they're dinosaur mache. costumes. Yeah. They're claimed to be made of paper mache. No. They do have functioning eyes. And mouths. Yeah. And there's no zipper anywhere. No. Mind you. And 
I'm sorry, but what kind of teen has that kind of tenacity? I'm just, well, I'm just the, upset. The teen we've, this teen, I think we've discovered, is in a band at school, has a job, and is a secret <laughs> scout for the dinosaurs. So and a, and and has a very good butt. Remember they did oh, he, that. The, oh. He has a butt shot. He has yeah. sweet cheeks. We see some boy <laughs> butt. He's got a yeah. he's got a rocking pair of uh, pant hams. <laughs> 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 Uh, I'm going to need you to stay up late tonight and draw some pant hands. We need it for the next episode. It's a great transition piece. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. So David David is on Space Math, or or there's no other example or no other reason why he's, he's getting so much done. Oh man, and a and a, a following like this is what good branding gets you. The name got people to the concert because arguably they'd never heard them before. Yeah, they like they filled up Madison Square Garden. At yeah, school. yeah. So Ugh. we haven't mentioned the fact that uh, okay. So the, the 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 main problem of the episode is that terrible Dactyl has brought a boombox to Tar Pits too, because he just sort of found it. Yeah, he just found a boombox. <laughs> And he's like, I'll bring this home to Genghis Rex. And Genghis Rex like, <laughs> I wonder dad. what this it is. Dark dad. <laughs> <laughs> and they turn it on and then they're screeching because they hear music and stuff. But then they switch the station and they hear the announcement that the dinosaurs are playing the school dance. And that's, of course. David has gone ahead and kept the band name. Yeah. And, and now the dinosaur and now the Tyrannos think that they have a, a heads up on the good guys. Yeah. And so they're going to they're going to go and crash this school dance, which in any other hands could have been a really fun episode. Right. Sure. Like introduce some new teen characters, have like some fun teen dynamics. Maybe David's not as cool as he thinks he is. And everyone's kind of making fun of him. But like he gets to well, like, and especially the like ludicrous freak out that the Tyrannos have to music, I thought would wind up being a a bigger, a bigger piece of the comedy for this episode. Yeah. Yeah. It's and just, I don't think ugh. do they don't use it again, do they? After the first one? Well, they do because the the only reason that the Tyrannos get subdued at the end is because they oh, that's uh, right, that's they right. bust the open end, the grates yeah. and they let the, the music in and they're like writhing on the floor and they catch mm-hmm. them. The yeah. music that somehow isn't audible through the punctured through the grate. Yeah. <laughs> just pointing that yeah. out. Yeah, through the very you by know? definition not sealed <laughs> <laughs> air vent. <laughs> Well, I, so my my biggest issue with this was I think was the fact that um, so they need to like look like cool dinosaurs. So they they have identical costumes to three of the dinosaurs mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and they go out and play and everybody's loving it. And then they go out to take a intermission, I guess. Yeah. Um, to take a break, and, I guess. Yeah. A concert break. <laughs> and, and, the, and the whole audience <laughs> is still just chilling. Yeah. They're just hanging yeah. out. And then the real dinosaurs just come in and they don't know how to play, but they go out because they don't want people to leave. Um, which yeah. I guess is kindness yeah. or the is, logistics is a quickly the logistics issue. quickly spiral out of control here. It does. Yeah. I, mean, I think and maybe then, they, they wanna make it they wanna make David not have like bailed on his concert. Right. You know, they're doing okay. a solid to David. Yeah, I couldn't tell if it was like, well, we can't have them leave because the Tyrannos are about and we want them to stay safe. I I wasn't sure. Yeah. Uh, but so they're bad at instrument playing and everybody hates it. Um, but they guess they tough it out because they're, you know, really. 
just stand up audience members and then you know after yeah the, no one the leaves fuffle, the the band members come back out in their in their perfect costumes that have functioning eyes and full mouths Wait, and, didn't that you know. so genghis wreck has a has a sleeping gun which i thought had a fun name did anybody write it down uh yeah it was the, the lazy it bone. was the lazy bone the lazy bone oh, yeah. <laughs> Will you be all right with the lazy bone? Um, I want to once again point out terrible continuity that why use the lazy bone, which puts them to sleep like they've got them on the ropes. They know where they are. They're busting into their secret like, you know, band room and they see them and it's like, ha ha ha, time to kill the dinosaurs and they put them to sleep. It's like, why don't you bring your bazookasauruses? Yeah, just, just kill the dinosaurs. Yeah, seriously, turn purpose. them to stone forever. It's <laughs> it's crazy. Whatever. They just want yeah. to introduce new guns. So we had a sleep gun this time. <laughs> yep. Sleepy uh, gun. Also, there's a new Tyranno that's like a pink dragon looking thing. We'd never yeah. met before. That's confusing. Yeah. I don't yeah, know. He there's didn't really a lot. add anything either. I imagine we could talk for another half hour going like, and then there was this thing. That was weird. Uh, <laughs> yeah. What, what else? What else was there to even like about this episode? Right. I mean, like halfway through, they completely lose focus, and it's just like this weird, like noises off. Yeah, open the, the door. The whole time in the school halls is just abject nonsense. It's yeah. just a miss. It's just it's just lunacy. Yeah, they move an arrow, the exit sign, to keep the the bron- the bad guys. I can't even. I don't even care enough to remember their name. <laughs> um, just like wandering in a loop. And you know, you know, because that's how exit signs work. That's how exit signs work. They just operate like a like a cash for gold sign that you can just spin (laughs) at your leisure. Um, You know, and place it whatever you want, I guess. But uh, you know, I just wish this episode had been rewritten because you could have taken the same concept, the same episode title, "Rock and Reptiles," and the idea of them playing music with a band, and just completely rewritten it to be actually like satisfying. Yeah, right. You you contrast it with the with the rock concert episode of like uh, Galaxy Rangers. Yeah, like just have them learn how to play or something. Don't mm-hmm. this completely arbitrary idea that dinosaurs hate rock music, like, <laughs> like physiologically cannot abide, you know, but we do get, we do get, it gives us more of Genghis Rex's hilarious scream. <laughs> uh, so I just wrote steroids question mark for that, because I don't know if that's common or they're juicy abnormal. boys. He they're screams like that. Boys. The other Tyrannos are a little bit more subdued. So the fact that they're all screaming and writhing is a little intense. I'm but, pretty sure you know, Genghis it takes is very juicing, little to though. get his. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> he yelled Your a lot. Poor neighbors. Genghis yeah. Rex is getting really flanderized like fast. <laughs> They're just they just realized that it's funny when he screams and they just made him yell all of his lines. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I do want to I do want to point out at the end, um, there's a little quick segment where a ball is ro- rolling across. Yeah. The, across the floor. OK, I think that to me is the epitome of this episode because if you look at that ball, it is the worst. And I, I get it; this isn't Pixar. I understand that, but it honestly is such bad it's animation. Not. The, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't Pixar's it's early terrible. lost work. 
Yeah, this is. They were still working out the kink. It was like a soccer ball, though, um, right? Or something. I thought it was the, a medicine the, ball. The story of the ball rolling was just better than the whole rest of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> well, the story of the ball rolling was actually the whole episode yeah. because it could have been very nicely done and quick, and you would have gotten the point. But instead, it's super jolty and confusing and stupid. And I noticed how stupid it was. Yeah, there was a lot of weird the dead air. Was so bad. A lot of like yeah. weird gaps in time and and dead air. Yeah. Like, Really stiff, just well, yeah, super weird. Yeah, I think this was this was like somebody dropped the ball on this one. Have to ask Michael Islin about that, <laughs> the creator of Dinosaurs. <laughs> you just ring him up on the phone, ringy ding ding, something, Michael. Hey, Mikey, you. <laughs> what deal boy. would that be? This is your trial. <laughs> also, is there a reason the creepy blonde couple looks very similar? Oh, and they're brother and sister. Oh, they're twins. Yeah. Oh, so they wear matching clothes. Understood. Yeah. We only no. learned no that they're twins needed. like last episode. We we <laughs> oh. we didn't know that they were even related for about <laughs> eight episodes. They never brought it up. So they just wore the same jacket for funsies. I mean, yeah, I do for that Fonzies. with my besties. Doing it for Fonzies. <laughs> for Fonzies. It is a Fonzie-esque jacket. You know what? Sometimes we wear pins Fonzies. together. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> but only when eating. Only when consuming nutrition. Yeah. Um, I, got, I don't know. Look, I'm done. I'm just I'm... fucking done with this episode. <laughs> <laughs> I can't, I can't even spend. Mostly I'm just disappointed. Yeah. Oh, it hurts. Like, it, it... we could have had some really good rock shenanigans we could have had aloe like actually playing the guitar like a like a real leader should now i'll show you how the dino saucer shreds yes yes <laughs> we could have had it if you if you go back in time and tell saturday morning tuesday's episode one andy rory and austin that oh you think you have life good now but dino saucers will disappoint you like <laughs> like it will fall further <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what I would say, but it has. Yeah, guys, I took time. I probably shouldn't say this. Uh, I hypothetically took time out of work to watch this. <laughs> if and you had gotten fired, Tio, I would have felt so bad. <laughs> I would have sued you all. Well, when you hypothetically yeah. well, get our our massive sausage. guest star paycheck, uh, you will you'll feel good about it. <laughs> hypothetically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, ask Kyle about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. During his recap tonight of the episode that I was on. <laughs> oh, and then Tio said. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about our future. Yeah, that's not scary at all. <laughs> let's sit down, listeners. Sit down on the couch with us. We're going to have a family loose. meeting. <laughs> no one's in trouble right uh, <laughs> except you dinosaur <laughs> I didn't mean to be a little cagey with how I pre- uh, presented that but you are very in trouble dinosaur this, this meeting is all about you everyone else can yeah. go <laughs> uh, everyone raise your hand who's not dinosaurs <laughs> 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 you can leave. <laughs> you can go back upstairs. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, so 
<laughs> if if you've been with us now at this all the way through from our fi- at least from our fifth ep- fifth episode from on, our humble beginnings uh we've been kind of doing a thing where we hit five episodes and then we decide to cancel a show yeah and uh you know i i don't know i don't know like I love dinosaurs on one hand. There's something to be said about it. I'm sure there there are a few choice episodes left. Uh, I think a big part of it. There are at least 50 episodes left. <laughs> let's, let's, um, I don't it's know. It's not really providing me fresh insight. You know, we're kind of, we're kind of hitting the same points we've, we've, we've talked about now with every character, with every episode. There's mm-hmm. no growth to the comedy or the characters. Let's put it this way. I had a conversation with my mom not long ago, and she watched the first episodes of all three of the shows that we were watching when we started this podcast because she was like, you know, being supportive because <laughs> my mom's a great mom. And she watched she watched the episode of Dinosaurs, and my mom was one, not one of those ones to, like, sit me in front of the TV and walk away. Like, she paid attention to what the hell I was watching, and I watched a lot of shit TV. <laughs> and we're sitting down at Starbucks, and she told me that Dinosaurs is probably one of the worst cartoons she's ever seen. And wow. that that meant yeah, a lot to more, me. That seems more about the speed of my experience with my mom and cartoons. <laughs> yeah, she just openly openly mock me. <laughs> so oh, you know, let's let's unshackle ourselves from this this heavy weight. Yeah, and maybe someday we will return. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not out of the question. I would I would you know give me some space. Yeah. The other aspect is that I have found a way to potentially contact the creator of the show, Michael (laughs) Oslin, and I will not stop until I get some dino saucers questions answered. Some goddamn answers. I will make him answer for his crimes, (laughs) and I will let you know as soon as that happens, dear listeners. Tia, what do you think? You're an impartial fourth party. Well, I think it's. Um, are we allowed to swear on this? Show? Oh fuck! Yeah. Come on. Yeah, we've already got the hard E on it. Okay. So. <laughs> uh, I think it's utter bullshit that <laughs> this is the last, the last time you're gonna have dinosaurs, and you made me be on this episode and not next. <laughs> That's really, where I'm gonna kind of leave that. I understand our friendship levels now. I will adjust accordingly. Oh man, that's that hits me. <laughs> hey Tio, do you wanna do you wanna do you wanna be a guest on our dinosaur special that we do later? <laughs> you wanna uh, <laughs> you wanna watch the final episodes with us? Oh, you've got a thing that night? Oh man, that's too bad. <laughs> oh no. Uh, I have a thing called living my life. Yeah. And we'll uh, we'll see how it goes. Well, no, I'll do it as a as to show how much I love you. Oh, that's do you wanna adorable. be present at least right now for our small Viking funeral of Dinosaurs? <laughs> Absolutely. Let me burn a torch to the lack of transitional music. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Sonic kind of deserved a good send off, but I think this is kind of a roll it over into a shallow ditch. I think <laughs> I think that the most appropriate way we could send dinosaurs off would be to chuck it into a coffin, roll it into a ditch, and as we pan away, we hear the dinosaurs theme song like it's really cool. <laughs> <laughs> But it's in like a minor key. <laughs> Dino saucers. <laughs> and then like it just f- cut like fades to blacks or cuts to black soprano now, when style. When you do that, I'm yeah. now just picturing the like movie trailer update. 
Yeah. <laughs> for if they, with, the, with the with the hard bonds and the, yeah. the sort of slow the slow reprise of the theme. Dawn of the Dinosaurs. <laughs> yeah, or whichever you know, like uh, like Batman's the all the movies that have done uh, right. taken a song and and made it movie trailery. Yep. I see it. Well, um, goodbye. Yeah, so goodbye, are Allo. we gonna? Yeah, farewell. <laughs> and we Paul, we never need. fucking saw Paul again. Yeah. No, Paul. Shame. Yeah, Paul. Is, Paul. Paul. Paul saw the writing on the walls. <laughs> <laughs> Paul got out when it was good. Paul's Paul's <laughs> off getting his GED somewhere. <laughs> yeah, he's just a little too busy for them now. Yeah, apparently. It's like I gotta go. I gotta do something else with my life. <laughs> so, normally, this is where we would provide a replacement show for what we're gonna watch. Add to our our stable. Our jacket. Uh, yeah. Oh, I have an idea. I have an idea. Let's hear it. What would okay. you do? Literally any other show. <laughs> oh, well, actually, just stare at a blank screen for twenty minutes and think about what you think about your decisions. So I don't know if we can fulfill that because I don't know. We're we're thinking maybe we'll cut. We'll just cut a third slot entirely and sort of see how that goes and see what people think and maybe yeah. at least just for a little while try to. Yeah. yeah, we're playing with we're playing with trying to shrink our backlog down so we're not, you know, two months behind when an episode comes out. And that would mean letting it letting it coast for a minute before we add in new stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll we'll hang out. We'll do we'll do two two shows for a little bit. See how that feels. Yeah, just uh, if do we hate Sailor it, Moon we'll and Digimon. Throw the something anime else in. boys for a little while. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh and you know. It would be we'll just change our name to Andy's Andy's uh, Andy's new show, Weebs Like Me. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we're real cool boys and girl, and we're having a great time. And we want to thank Tio for being here. We love you. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, glad you I come thoroughly on. enjoyed it. I'm so happy we yeah. got you on and, and got to talk Moon and Digi and Dino and say goodbye to Dino. Uh, oh, I have. <laughs> <laughs> I've already forgotten the entire episode. It's fucking gone. <laughs> it's just dust in the wind, man. Yeah. It's dust in the wind. <laughs> well, I will hop back over now to my uh, role of listening and giggling at, at you, fun boys. Sure thing. At you, yeah. anime and boys. And maybe, uh, yeah, <laughs> come on again sometime. Yeah, I would love to. Uh, have fun with uh, with the moon as it continues. Yeah, we definitely will. All right, T.O. out. Thanks, T.O. Bye. You're great. Bye. Yeah. And bye, everybody. See you later, kids. Bye.